Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I always sit on the squeaky chair. I can't. Ah! 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 Quick question. Are you a cancer? <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Number one podcast in the world here, ladies and gentlemen. This is what the host does. This is exactly what she does. She sits on fun chairs, spins in circles. Wait, I want to see. Have y'all seen that Charlie Puth video where he sounds like a mosquito as he's singing because he starts doing his head back and forth on the mic? So it's just like, bro, if you know what video I'm talking about, then you're also just as impressed as I am that that sounded exactly like it. Like that satisfied everything in me that I wanted it to satisfy, like a Snickers. The chaos, the chaos that's already progressing. Does anyone remember VeggieTales? That's what I've been trying to get to. Does anyone remember Veggie Tales? Because I went to a Christian private school until third grade because they ran out of money and had to shut down half the school because it used to go up to sixth grade. So they used to play Veggie Tales for us all the time because, you know, Veggie Tales was a Christian cartoon. And yo, Veggie Tales went hard. Like Silly Songs of Larry. Oh, do we have a show for you? VeggieTales, VeggieTales, that. I don't play about my VeggieTales. Broccoli. Will I get sued if I play the VeggieTales theme song right now? Can I find a VeggieTales remix of the theme song? Oh, babes, you best believe if I do is drop it right here, right now. J Excuse me, have we got a show for you? But in other news, welcome back to another episode of the Strike Me Please podcast. I am your host, Brianna Silva, and today I am here to just let loose, babes. We're letting loose. You know, I can't Dior her, but I adore her, and that is my first topic. I... I'm not that much of a material girl. Like I am a material girl. It's a material world and I am a material girl. Okay. But to certain things like material girl, as in I want fancy, expensive, luxurious vacations. Like that's what I want to spend my money on experiences, good restaurants, good food. When it comes to like clothing items and stuff, that's when I kind of go like, do I really want to pay two grand for a shirt? Not really. I'm not even in the tax bracket to do that yet. But when I am, I might I might stand outside the Gucci store rethinking my life. You know, like maybe a cute designer bag every once in a while. But for the most part, I, 
unpopular opinion, the really big mainstream brands like luxury designer brands, I never think their stuff is that cute. It's really not. It's really basic with a high price tag. So people buy it because they're like, oh, it's it's designer. I'm wearing Louis Louis Gucci Gucci Fendi Fendi Prada. And you basic bitches wear that shit. So I don't even bother has always been my attitude. Right. So. Anyone else remember that song? It was a bop. Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fendi, Fendi, Prada. Them basic bitches wear that shit so I don't even bother. Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fendi, Fendi. Anyways. <laughs> so I've never been a material girl in like the high-end designer luxury fashion world. But around, I think it was 2019 or 2020, very recently, Babes, someone gave the creative director at Christian Dior a raise or something, or they switched them out, and they have been dropping hit after hit after hit. And I have never, ever in my life wanted to rack up on designer more than I do now. Babes, I'm talking about, I just saw some new Christian Dior sandals on my Twitter timeline the other day, and I was like, (laughs) Dior, that's it. That's the tweet, Dior. <laughs> like, what these sandals were gorgeous. They're saddlebags, gorgeous. They're little tote bags that have all these fun designs. Like everything, everything about Christian Dior. Now I'm in. I'm sold. Take my money. Take my money. Whose lawn do I have to dance on to get a sugar daddy to buy me Christian Dior? I want the store, babes. I want the store. I want the store. Something about Christian Dior recently has just been. You know, it's just been, I'm going to still say it. It's just been tickling my Twinkie. (laughs) It's been tickling my Twinkie because I'm like, it's gorgeous. The bag's gorgeous. The shoe's gorgeous. The purse is gorgeous. Everything gorgeous. I haven't seen any shorts or pants or anything that they've been dropping. I'm going to just go ahead and assume assume those are going to be misses because like, again, when it comes to clothes, Eh, there's very few pieces where I'm like, I would drop a bag on that. Okay, now let me tell y'all about a clothing piece that I would drop a bag on. I'm now pacing my room. I'm tired of sitting, okay? Let me tell you about a clothing piece I would drop a bag on. Have y'all seen Kim Kardashian's picture where she's in this really nice, like, holographic fringe, semi, like, faux fur looking jacket? It's just obnoxiously big and she's parading around. There's even a picture of her on the floor with it with some shades on. Pete's looking up at her. She's looking down at him, giving him kissy lips. I think he's holding a cigarette in his hand. I don't know why, but that kind of stood out to me. I don't remember if it was a cigarette, but I think it was a cigarette. Cancer sticks. So (laughs) that jacket, I don't care if that jacket is five grand. I would drop five grand on that jacket and I would wear it everywhere. Babes, you would see me at Walmart with the jacket getting groceries and people are going to be like, where did you just come from? And I'm like, my bed. I'm not going anywhere either. I did this because I dropped five grand on this jacket and it was cute. So I have to get my five grand (laughs) out of it. It is such a cute jacket and I want it so badly. Like holographic. It's just like it's giving 80s disco party but in a modern way. And I need it. It's not a want, it's a need. It's like disco queen, but make her modern. Other things that have been happening. I told y'all like two podcast episodes ago that I would update y'all 
on my player boot camp, how that's been going, because I have enrolled myself in player boot camp because I just felt like I just felt like I was putting up with so many toxic people that I built up a tolerance and I started letting a few more things slide. And like, (laughs) I didn't realize how mean I was to men because in my mind, I was like, I'm letting them get away with everything. Like you only get 60 chances out of me before I walk away from you. And then like, (laughs) looking back, I... (laughs) I'm so mean. I see one red flag and suddenly I'm like, do we speak about this? You know what? Let's hold our tongue. Let's see if any more red flags pop up. And then literally like same day around 3 a.m. I'm like, no, I'm going to address this because what the fuck is this? (laughs) I can't bite my tongue. Okay, I can't bite my tongue. And so... (laughs) But it was it was starting to get out of control because then it just kept happening so much. I was like, I'm the problem. Maybe I should stop speaking up so much. So I was like, I had to re-enroll myself in player boot camp because I needed to be a firmer bitch with more walls. I had to stop letting men in. I had to stop letting people in, in general. I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go through this. Like babes, I was like, should we take another dating break? And I really didn't want to do that because I was like, my life is kind of boring and I do have the time to date. So like, why not do it? Like, I literally have no reason to. I'm healed for a lot of from a lot of past traumatic experiences. And no, not everyone is perfect. I'm not completely like baggage free. But for the most part, damn near, <laughs> damn near. There's probably like one toothbrush in my baggage of dating trauma. And like, that's it. Like, it's not even a carry on. It's just like in a little Ziploc baggie. It's not even baggy. <laughs> It's not even baggage, right? So player boot camp has been going great. Until I got hit in the face with a brick, okay? And that's what I'm going to say on that because homie listens to the podcast. And I'm just like, I am confuffled because I'm like, this is so off brand. Like, babes, you weaken the knees. Stand up. Stand up. But also at the same time, I'm like. I mean, we could just ride this out until the ship burns because, you know, in my head, inevitably, 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 inevitably. Yeah, that's a correct word. <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> English. One day she'll learn it. I'm like, inevitably, it's going to fall apart because that's just how I see all dating. I'm just like, it's just going to fall apart because people suck and people ruin things and people are horrible. And so I'm just sitting here like, I guess I'll just enjoy the ride. But now I'm like, no, why am I actually enjoying the ride? Like, let me off. Let me you so so you anyways all this to say city girls we're down by 11 i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry to tell you we're down by 11 i didn't mean to i basically i was prancing through the woods and then a wolf came out and i was like oh no scary wolf but like i'm curious so i'm gonna pet the wolf turns out it was a friendly wolf and now i have a pet wolf and that's exactly how that happened next topic so basically Before my spring break even started, I was chilling, just finished a final, you know, on a Saturday, because thankfully, I know most people would be like a Saturday for a final, like a midterm final. Well, okay, so it's not a final, but a midterm. So like a Saturday for a midterm, like what, what, why, why does your professor have it due on a Saturday? And it's because we requested because he was like, okay, I'll have it closed Friday at midnight. And like, he just saw all the faces in the room kind of drop. And he was like, do y'all have classes on Friday? And we were like, yes, with more midterms. And he was like, 
I'll make it do Saturday. And everyone cheered and applauded him because he was opening it. Op- he said it was supposed to be open late Thursday night. So we would have all of Friday and all of Saturday to do it. Faults. Oh, well, you know what? That's kind of what happened. But he opened it Friday, like early, early, early Friday morning. So I was like, I wish it would have been open from Thursday to Saturday. But I don't even know why I'm even like tripping about it because in reality, I took it last minute Saturday night. Like I was definitely going to procrastinate it to the end. But, you know, I was thinking for other people who had other things to do, but like it is what it is. But yes, we all asked him for it and we all applauded him and we were like, thank you for making it do on a Saturday because we were tired of taking midterms and everyone's doing midterms last minute. And this sucks. Thank you so much for giving us an extension. So I took a midterm. Oh my gosh, no. I took that midterm on Saturday here in Houston. So no, babes. I had just finished writing an essay on Friday, a midterm essay, which sucked. It, oh my God, it sucked. I, I really hope that I get a good grade because I really felt like I put my heart and soul into this essay. I really think I did a good job. And I took the notes from like the first essay that we had to do from this class. So like if I fail this essay, I might start a revolution. Just might. Just might. I put my all into that essay. I was making deep connections. Like they asked, they said, go deeper into your reflection of everything. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So if I don't get an A and you see a revolution starting at college station, at Texas A&M from a university student, just know it was me. So basically <laughs> finished an essay. I was supposed to be driving down to Houston that Friday because I thought I'd be done with the essay earlier, but I was not. I didn't even get to clean my room. I didn't pack. I didn't do laundry. I mean, nothing was done. And I was like, mom, I can't come down on Friday. And she was like, well, okay, fine. Take your time. I was like, I'll see you Saturday morning. Didn't even get there Saturday morning. Okay. I, there was a reason why I was up super late, but I was up super late. Went to a piercing shop with my roommate and her coworkers as moral support because turned out they jokingly at work were like, yo, what if we got our nipples pierced tonight? And then they decided to do it. The one thing that was required for everyone to get their nipples pierced was that my roommate had to do hers first and then everyone would follow. And she was like, Priyana, would you like to be my moral support? And I was like, would I? Would I? Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, the frick I am. Because, okay, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but I've always wanted my nipples pierced. But I live in a very conservative Catholic household. So I figured my treat to myself, because I've always been like toying like, oh, when am I going to get them pierced? When am I going to get them pierced? Like, you know, I really, really, really want them pierced. And I realized, you know what? It's going to be my treat for myself when I'm officially moved out of my mom's house and I don't have to come down here for breaks or anything. Like I have my own place, pay for my own things. All my bills are paid. I pay my bills. My bills are paid. That's going to be my gift to myself. I'm going to pierce my nipples. So... (laughs) We go to the piercing shop and everyone's looking at me like, are you here to get your nipples pierced too? And I was like, no, I'm here for moral support. Pipe down. I'm not doing that. I'm not sitting in that chair, pulling my titties out and getting a needle stuck through them. Not today, because when I go home tomorrow, I don't need them getting ripped out by my mom in case she accidentally sees them. Because like, I don't know if I'm going to hide them that properly. When it comes to healing pains, I'm a big wimp, right? I can sit here. I can get the piercing. I'll barely flinch. You'll look at me and be like, oh my God, you took that like a G. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm a gangster. But then like the following day, as I'm going through pain, I'm going to sit there and be a baby about it and be like, why did I do this? This hurts so much. So I was like, I can't do that. Not today. So everyone signed their life away. Basically, everyone's like, we're getting our titties pierced and we're all it's like 
11 o'clock at night. It wasn't 11 o'clock. It was late. It was like 1030 at this point. Like it was late. So we were kind of basically the only ones in there. And so we're talking with the piercer girl who is cool as hell. Love you. I love you, Essie. You are amazing. If this ever gets back to you, you, you are that girl. You are a baddie. So we're all in there. We're like, we're going to see some titties today. Like, wow, wow. We like, we're all hyped up about it. Cause we're like, it's all women. And there's piercing shop. All the tattoo artists were guys and they had, they were like packing up to leave. Cause that's how late it was. Like they were closing. And <laughs> we, <laughs> so we're all like, where's he is up titties? And keep in mind, this is my first time ever meeting my roommates, coworkers. Like I have never met these girls ever. They, they don't even know who I am. I don't know who they are. Like maybe Josie has talked about me to them. Maybe Josie has talked about them to me, but not enough to the point where we're like, oh, we know you. We've heard so much about you. Like, no, 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 no. Right. We all walk back to the room. Of course, my roommate, Josie, lovely. She's a baddie. She's a bad bitch. Okay. She took it like a G. She sits down. She's nervous. And then the piercer ladies looks at her and she goes, okay, I need you to strip. And I was like, whoa, we're stripping now. So the piercer lady was like, here, let me tell you about my love life, which oh, I lived for every second of it. I was soaking it up. It was so chaotic. And I was like, girl, same. My love life also chaotic. Actually right now it, at that moment, it wasn't chaotic because I was like, there's, I'm not talking to anyone. Like everyone's been cut off. Like babes, there is nobody in my life. There's only one person that I'm slightly interested, which is the Wolf, okay. Do we nickname him Wolf Boy? I think we're nicknaming him Wolf Boy. We're gonna nickname <laughs> He's literally gonna be like, why? <laughs> why Wolf Boy? And I'm gonna like, because I gave the analogy of like meeting a wolf in a forest and now it's stuck. We're nicknaming him Wolf Boy. So at this point, I had just started interacting with Wolf Boy on a more consistent basis, and I was kind of like I fucks with your vibes, right? So that was it. Like, there was nothing crazy happening in my dating life. So I was like, I'm living vicariously through you because this is amazing and I hope everything works out for you. So she pierces my roommate's titties, right? So as soon as my roommate gets up, she like turns around. She's like, look at my titties. Actually, I watched the needle go through her titties because I was like very, very, very much curious. And I was like, I want to see. And she was like, everyone come watch. I really don't care. And I was like, bet. She took it like a champ, bro. She literally made it look like it didn't even hurt. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to get mines now. So anyway, she turns around. She's like, look at my titties. I'm like, dude, they look so amazing. Like, you're literally making me want to go sign my life away and, like, also get a needle through my nipples. But I didn't. Then I was like, oh, okay. Like, do should I, like, step out now? Because, like, these are your coworkers and now they're about to have their titties out. And, like, do, do I do this? Should I be here? Like, blah, blah, blah. They didn't care. They were so concerned about the nerves of going through this that they were just like, all right, titties out. And I was like here we are more titties i literally met y'all within this hour and now i'm seeing your titties but you know what i'm here for it i was still trying to be respectful okay as i was like more curious about the piercing and not like i'm trying to see your titties. like you know i wasn't being a creep i was not being a creep but also i was just like oh my god i can't believe ugh, is this actually happening ugh, take me out to dinner first but you know <laughs> so i wasn't like staring over and like aggressively staring at them because i was like i'm still being respectful like we literally just met so like you know but but when they're like, okay, it's done. I was like, oh my God, I want to see now. <laughs> so they all get their nipples pierced. And I literally sat there and I was like, I'm having FOMO. And they were like, go get your titties pierced. And I was like, you don't understand how badly I want to do it. I want to do it. But also I, my piercing history has been really bad. Let's see. I had one, two, three. I've had three piercings reject all of the piercings that I've had. So hold on one. Yeah. One. So I've had my navel, my nose, my industrial, 
and my date at this point. And all of them went so wrong. And the only ones that made it out alive was my nose and my date. Hey, you. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. You're enjoying this podcast. So why haven't you followed or subscribed or left a five star rating or even just followed me on my other socials, which is always down in the show notes because it helps out the show and it helps me with more engagement, which allows more people to listen to the show, which allows me to podcast more because like the more engagement, the more listeners, the more downloads, the more sponsorships I can get, the more I'm going to podcast for you. And the more you can hear my sweet, lovely, angelic or demonic voice every week like don't you want more podcast episodes like you're literally listening to the number one podcast in the world before it's the number one podcast in the world so you might as well help a girl out by just leaving a five-star review and following and subscribing and just promoting the show and following me on other socials and interacting with me interact with me i'm lonely i have no friends you're my only friend thank you so much for listening to the show and we're gonna go ahead and get back to the podcast all right period per did anyone tell you that you're a bad bitch today because you are my industrial bar went so bad that i got these big keloids on my ear and i had to go to a dermatologist to get surgery to get them removed that's how bad it went my navel rejected like to the point that they say you know a piercing's rejecting when the skin starts getting thin and you can start to see the metal through the piercing And now I knew something was horribly wrong because, okay, keep in mind, all of these piercings that I've got, my nose and everything, every time it's been pierced, I have learned my lesson. Don't go to sketchy places. If they're like, it's $15 per piercing, don't go. Just don't go because they do not care. They truly do not care. It's like they do all the piercing techniques right, but every time it came to putting in the jewelry, I had the same problem. They always put in jewelry that was way too small for my body. Like I did not have any swelling room for my industrial. I didn't have any swelling room for my belly button. I didn't have any swelling room for my nose. Every time, it's swear to God, they copied and pasted their piercing permit like they photoshopped it, hung it up on a wall, ordered a bunch of piercing stuff off of Amazon and they were like, we're going to pierce you. I swear that's what happened because every single time they have not used the correct jewelry, which has been my downfall. And I realized that's been my downfall because of the new piercing I got out of the FOMO with my roommates. So I was like, I'm not going to get my nipples pierced. I'm going to save that because I don't want to ruin my nipples if this goes wrong. Like what if my body really just can't take piercings, which is weird because my low piercings healed perfectly. And I got these at three months old. So I was like, maybe it was because I was a baby, you know, fresh out the womb. My body was like, I can handle anything right now. So I was like, I'm gonna get my tragus pierced instead. I was like, I'm having FOMO. I'm getting my tragus pierced. I went out, signed my life away, sat down in that chair. And I was like, all right, I'm getting my tragus pierced pierced and these I keep doing this to myself I keep every ear piercing that I get I always get it pierced through some thick cartilage like my date is pierced that's the thickest piece of cartilage in your ear and the piercer straight up told me this will be I was like is this gonna hurt and she was like yeah actually this is as painful as nipple piercings because it's the thickest piece of cartilage in your ear and she straight up said if you can get your date pierced you can get your nipples pierced this pain will be nothing to you and I was like oh my god oh my god right? I'm panicking, freaking out. I got it done. Literally, I always try to rate my piercings in the moment. 
of the pain so I don't like forget it and I always have like some kind of calculation after the needle went through I literally rated it a three out of ten for my tragus I literally rated a one out of ten I it felt like she just pinched my ear I took a deep breath she did it and I was like oh that was it okay anyways I'm done <laughs> and I was like oh this is gonna hurt the swelling is gonna be intense it's gonna be so bad because that's what I'm used to all my piercings have done that the following day guys I woke up with no pain for my tragus like I've accidentally bumped it already I've already touched it blah 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 my hair's gone tangled around it already and no pain all my other piercings like anything any little tap any little wind and I am in excruciating pain and I realize it's because of the jewelry like even for my day that healed properly when I went to go get the jewelry changed out because my ear had swelled up so much and it was such a small piece of jewelry that it swelled up and the cap like one of the balls was just causing so much pressure that I loosened it a bit and like I couldn't even put the ball on like the piece of jewelry could not literally fit through my ear so I went and I went to another another um piercing shop called big daddies in college station shout out to that guy because he was the one that told me about presidential weed yes there is an entire weed farm and every strain they create they name it after another president and he told me that at the time obama was president and he was like yes i have tried the obama strain and let me tell you it's great and i was like you're my hero which now means there's definitely a Trump and Biden strain. And I'm just hoping the Trump strain is just Reggie. I said what I said. So <laughs> I know Trump supporters are like, I'm logging off. I'm sorry, babes. You go touch grass. I said what I said. I hope it's Reggie. We can all admit that he was causing a whole ruckus in the White House, whether you like him or not. We can admit it was a shit show. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so he literally looked at my date piercing and it was like, you don't just need a longer bar. You need different jewelry. I would never, ever allow someone to walk out with the curved barbell that you have in your ear right now. And I was like, well, this is what I was pierced with. And obviously they didn't give me enough piercing, like enough room for swelling. He was like, who pierced you? Because this is not allowed to happen you're supposed to have a captive bead ring which is just like a circle with like a bead at the end that's why it's called a captive bead and um i found out from essie that it's because of the anatomy of the ear you do not put curved barbells in a date piercing and i was like well i think this one's kind of cute and i really did think it was cute so i was like can we just like get the same one except a longer bar and he was like fine whatever you ask and I went to Essie and I was like oh do you have any jewelry and she did the same thing she was like why do you have a curved barbell in your ear and I was like this is what I was pierced with well not this exact one and I gave her the whole rundown of the story and she was like the anatomy of the ear should not allow for that like yes it can be in there but preferably we want a captive bead ring. Would you like me to put one in? And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, this is already healed. Like, it's been over a year. I can move it around. There's no pain. Like, like it's time for it to get changed, blah, 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 blah. So now I know. Now I know how much people have messed up my piercings. And <laughs> I'm not live, laugh, loving for it. Okay? At all. And then the same thing happened with my belly, with my navel piercing. It, like, it was so painful. It was painfully bleeding. And I'm really pissed off because, like... The people that I went with, one of the girls, she had her navel pierced. And I was like, dude, it's so painful. Like, 
it is just, I know, I have never had my navel pierced, but I know this, it should not feel like this. It should not be this painful. And she was like, you just need to suck it up. You need to stop being a baby. Like these piercings don't, and I was like, no, you don't understand. Like it hurts. Like he didn't leave enough room for swelling. And it just kept, like the pain kept getting worse and worse and worse. And like, it really was not healing. And then finally my body was like, I'm just going to reject. <laughs> and so I was just kind of upset that like literally the person that I went with for their own reasons were just like, no i'm you're just being a baby you need to toughen up like your pain tolerance isn't high enough and i'm like i know i have a high pain tolerance and for my nose um i it kept getting rejected like you put a bone straight piercing in it but like my nose kept pushing it out so he was like okay we're gonna put it back on it and i was like okay cool so my nose doesn't completely push it out but he put that back on it so freaking tight And I'm sitting there like, you just reopened my hole and now you're putting a backing on it and literally squeezing, just squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. And he was like, we're making sure this is not coming off. And I'm just sitting here like, dude, it should not be this tight. But I was like, okay, whatever. You're the piercer. You know what's up? Nope. So if you don't know, if you don't allow for swelling, your skin will heal over the jewelry like your body will literally just take in the jewelry. And that actually did start to happen. And I had to take some floss to break the backing off of the piercing. And then I had to take a safety pin and remove the layer of skin that had developed over the piercing. And then I had to push it out of my nose. Yeah. And then I got pierced for a third time with my nose and I got it at a better place who actually knew what they were doing. And I was like, just please pierce me with the hoop. So I don't have to take this out ever again because the whole reason for me getting my nose pierced was the fact that I wanted a hoop. And that's all I've ever wanted is just, I've wanted a silver hoop in my nose because I think nose hoops are the cutest thing on earth. And I just think it fits my face. And so they pierced me with the hoop and I was like, great, thanks. I'm never taking this out. That was false. I took it out multiple times, but it did heal. It finally properly healed my industrial bar partially me partially them again they pierced me with a piece of jewelry that was way too small for my ear and didn't allow for swelling but I also got my industrial bar pierced three weeks before spring show at high school because I was on the dance team and well we're not allowed to have any piercings on stage during spring show and so that was not the smartest idea of me so literally after having so within three weeks of getting my industrial bar pierced I changed the jewelry out three times because I changed it out to a longer bar because there wasn't any swelling room then I changed it out to a retainer which is the clear bar which it's not supposed to heal with at all but I needed to do it for spring show so I could be in the dances and not get kicked out over piercing I didn't want to take it out so I had a clear bar in there and then after a few weeks of letting it heal with the clear bar that was the only thing that actually relieved me from like the pain of the industrial bar that I was still feeling um I went ahead waited like oh no it wasn't a few weeks I waited a month and then I changed it back out to the silver bar so it could hopefully heal properly yeah no wonder why those keloids got so big like it was so freaking bad but now I have like the slightest scar from my keloid removal and my dermatologist was like oh you can come in and like we can really fix up your ear like I'll just do a more intensive surgery to really like carve out your ear and make it like pretty and I was like I looked in the mirror 
No, it's kind of a fun story. And I'm just going to tell people that I got attacked by a shark and like ugh, they had to reconstruct my ear and everything. And it was like really dangerous. Like it was battle scars. And in reality, like, no, just a bad piercing. Over a year of having my industrial bar and it never healed because of the amount of trauma I put it through, which was 100% wholeheartedly my fault. And my keloids just weren't healing. Like at that point, the oh yeah, they were keloids and I was still doing the tea tree oil trick, which was not working. It was 100% making it worse and it was just not cute. It was not fun. I did not like it. So yeah, that was that. Those are my piercing stories, y'all. Do y'all have any fun piercing stories? You know what? In fact, we're going to go ahead. Okay. I always do this and no one ever responds to my polls. Can y'all please, if y'all have any piercing stories, just respond pretty please with a pretty please cherry on top. I'll send you feed pics if you do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave. It's only on Spotify, sadly, because only Spotify allows this. I'm going to ask y'all somewhere in the Spotify app, um, what is your worst piercing story? And please let me know and I'll read the interesting ones on a podcast. I'm not going to say next week's podcast or whatever, because y'all don't be responding to them. And it makes me sad. It breaks my heart, my achy, breaky heart, period, per, love. Um, Yeah. And just go live a happy, joyous, lovable life. And I'll see y'all next week. I'm also now going to go listen to the Call Her Daddy podcast because I just love Alex Cooper and I knew I had to podcast before listening to the Call Her Daddy podcast because, you know, uh, I would have been sidetracked so horribly. So thank you so much for listening. I love you. See you guys next week.